Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Two More White Guys, the podcast about life and why we are just not having it right now. My name is Owen Melks. I'm the host of this podcast, and joined with me, as always, is Alex Shook. Hello. How are we feeling, Alex? Oh, I'm feeling so great. How are you doing? You know, there's so much words I could use to describe how my feelings are right now, especially within the last two hours. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to maybe explain what happened for our viewers? Uh, well, let's just say we were recording an episode, and it was a banger. Uh, it was great. It was a great episode. We were so confident about it, and we were listening back just to make sure that you know everything was chilling. But the audio was messed up. And so messed echo, up. And so it messed cut up. Out, and now we tried to fix it, and it should be good. But we're a little stressed out because we thought we had this massive amount of time to record this podcast and we could do everything else with the rest of our day. But no. No, the podcast had had different different views for our future. But you know what? We can't do anything about it now. What happened, happened. The past is in the past. We have to be the big ones and and move on. And let it go. Let it go. Um, So... Today, Alex, um, we have we have kind of a, a cool topic, but before we get to it, I just want to hear how you're doing. Yeah. Besides the last two hours, because I was there for that. But how, how have you been this week? You know, um, less stressed out. Uh, tennis finished up, so I'm now just focused on other things. I got, ironically, a job back at the movie theater. Let's that we go. About. Returning uh, to the stomping grounds. Yep, so I'm returning. We're going to work hard, get some money, and hopefully fix audio issues with the money that we make with that. Hopefully. Um, That's the plan. And and just uh, enjoy life while doing so. Exactly. Um, Exactly. School's been chilling. Yeah, you know, school's cool. I, you know, (laughs) I won't get into that, but I'm glad you're enjoying school. Um, I've just been working working trying to make it in this world as an actor which is way way more difficult than even me a person who knew how difficult it was it it's way more difficult than i thought it was gonna be yeah but you know what we're chill we're good um you know it's funny that that you mentioned your new job at at the movie theater because i have i have a pretty interesting topic for you today Mm -hmm. um we are gonna talk about movies Now, I don't know about you, but movies have played a massive role in my life. Yeah. Honestly, a huge role. I I was raised a lot by movies, mm-hmm. which sounds bad, but anybody who knows me, come on. I'm like, come on. <laughs> I turned out great. <laughs> You're the type of guy that adapts his personality to the main character in the movie? Exactly. Yeah. So... Um, I just really wanted to talk to you about movies. I want to know your stance on movies. I want to know what you think about them. You know, just tell tell me your experience with movies. Yeah. Um, I mean, basically, I also was raised by movies. Um, one of the first movies I watched was, I think, the first Iron Man. Okay. Um, so, good start. Uh, yeah, great start. Um well, the first movie that I can remember watching. I probably watched like Little Mermaid, whatever. Got you, yeah. But um, no, I, I would watch Iron Man and I'd be like, this is a banger. 
That was like six year old yeah. talking. Still is. Still holds up. No, it's a great but, film. But um, yeah, no. So I really got into Marvel because of that. Um, and I, I, I do really like movies. Uh, I think the ability of storytelling that they can do in those movies yeah. is incredible. Um, just being able to sit down and watch something and being able to relate to it, even if it's something so wackadoodle dandy, <laughs> just out of the blue, like aliens coming to the earth. You're like, I relate to that alien, bro. Right? Yeah. No, movies, yeah, were exactly that for me. The the story they they use they they tell and and use to get a point across. It's super cool. At a young age, I didn't I didn't care about the stories. A lot of the times I would base my movie watching on is there a pretty girl in the movie? And then 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 I would watch the movie. Fair enough. But um yeah, no, movies were start of a lot of things for me. It got me interested in the career I'm striving for right now, which is acting. Yeah. Um I used to watch movies as a kid and I would stand in front of the TV and pretend I was in the movie with them, which I've heard is, is not normal. Although <laughs> I, I would think that, I don't know, when I was a kid, I was doing that. And I was like, everybody does this, right? <laughs> but then I realized like, oh, I just do this alone. I don't do this while anyone else is around me. Mm. And um, yeah, apparently that, that wasn't the most normal thing to do as a kid. But um, I mean, do you true. have like a favorite movie? Favorite movie. Um, okay, so it's my favorite, but I also hate it with a passion. But that's a different, <laughs> it's for different reasons. Fair. Uh, it's Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You're a big Scott Pilgrim fan. Yeah. Um, I, I first got into the movie. Like, the, I was first introduced to the whole world of Scott. Right. Uh, back when the movie came out. Um, my brother was a huge fan of it. He had the books, but I didn't really know that until like five years later. Okay. But, um, yeah, no. So we watched the movie and I was like, Oh my God, this is such a great movie. Everything about it's awesome. The transitions are, this is now me talking, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but like the transitions are on point. The soundtrack is amazing. That's it. <laughs> so as a kid, what made you like it then? Because you said this is you talking now. Right. You, you enjoy the production of the movie yeah, and stuff like that. But as a kid, what what made you interested in it so much? As a kid, I liked the characters. I, I liked yeah. And I also liked the uh, association with the video games. Uh, the, yeah, the way they, they made the two kind of seem related in the sense of like his life was a video game. Oh, something I always dreamed about of like being able to level up and be gamer right in real life. God, that would be the dream. But no. Anyways, I I I, I loved the characters um when I was a kid. And I, I thought that there was no way that they could ever change it to make it better. Um and I thought it was a masterpiece of a movie. That right. everything about it was awesome. Now, as a wiser more educated on the subject matter of Scott Pilgrim. Right. There were a lot of things that choices were made and weren't great. They cut out a few characters that were pivotal to the plot and it was kind of great. And so this is after you read the books. Right. Right. So you're you're directly comparing it to the books now. Yeah. Which I mean and the thing is with movies Everyone always, whenever there's an adaptation of books or like a video game, 
they always compare it to whatever it's being compared, yeah. like it's you know, being written you, from. I can imagine you sitting there, Facebook mom type, wearing a shirt that says the book was better. And yeah, that's no, and what I see you guys. Well, and, and that's what I want to debunk is this is the only situation where I, well, okay, that and Ready Player One, where I will read a book, be so into it, and watch the movie and be like, wow, okay, no. <laughs> what? Like, the, obviously movies are pressed for time and they, they have to cut out things and it makes sense. Like, there are things that they probably cut out of Lord of the Rings or things oh, they cut out of the Hunger Games that yeah. were, like, cool. Whatever, right? The thing is, most of them were good movies, right? Yeah. Because it's just the main plot. Nothing that they cut out completely affected it. Sure, there were probably influences in the books that, like, without it, it was like, eh, okay, I could see how they could do that. But, um, like I said, for Ready Player One, I read the book, and there were so many cool things and so many cool ideas that it was like, oh, my God, this makes so much sense. It's like, this is such a great book. And then the movie came out, started off the exact way that I wanted it to. I'm yeah. like, this is a great start. But then they had the whole extra life. And in the books, <laughs> and by the way, the, the this podcast, this episode, we will be spoiling movies. If you haven't seen them, probably don't listen if you want to watch them, if you don't care. Yeah, that, that's a good PSA. We we don't care about your feelings, so we're gonna say the endings and spoil some movies. So right. if you if you hear a movie that we mention and you're like, oh geez, I don't want I wanna watch this or I don't want it to be spoiled, click off, dude. Yeah. That's all I'm asking. Just come back after you watched it or whatever. Yeah, whatever. But um anyways, ready player one. They gave the main they gave Wade the extra life in the movie in the dumbest way possible of yeah. him going to the museum of the, the creator of the game's life in the game. And he's talking to the robot and he's like, I bet you 25 cents <laughs> that this is right. And he goes, I'll take you up on that offer. And all of a sudden, Except for he was British. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden he got this, this quarter that was the extra life. And it was like, dumb yeah it didn't make it didn't make any sense why why he would give it give it to him that way right and in in the game or in, not the game the, <laughs> sorry in the book the way they did it was so awesome because wade was like going through this like crisis of like do i really want to put myself and my friends in danger against this major corporation so he had to take some time to think so he went to an arcade and he saw pac-man and on the top, there was a quarter that couldn't be removed because it was like to su supposed to symbolize, you know, I have next game and it was like the creator, whatever. So Wade just sat there and he started playing Pac-Man and he got the perfect game to where the game couldn't go on anymore. And it was amazing. And it was such a great, like, it, it was a story beat of like here he's focusing on the game, but he's also thinking about what's going on in his life. And he's just kind of like going along with how the game's going. Right. And as he comes to this realization of what he needs to do, he completes the perfect game, gets this quarter, 
that like seems ultimately meaningless, but then it's an extra life at the end of the book. And it's like, Oh my God, Pac-Man saves the day. It is way, it's way more. um, It's just cooler to, to read that than, than, than see what they did in the movie. Right. Um, when it comes to movies like that, like ready player one, like I thought it was okay. Yeah. I don't know. Movies completely based off of CGI. Mm. I don't vibe with, dude. It kind of makes me sick looking at sometimes because CGI is at a point where it's good, like it's really good. Yeah, but there's still something off about it. Yeah, like there's some movies, and you mentioned Iron Man. Uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe has has used CGI since the very beginning mm-hmm. to you know get their point across, and for the most part, they've done. An amazing job. There's things here and there that you're like, well, that doesn't look like that actually happened. Right. But, you know, it's a superhero movie. You, you can dispend your belief. Right. Um, and that was in the early days. Yeah. So I know me and you have a lot of opinions on the Marvel Cinematic Universe today, but I think we'll save that for now, and okay. we'll get to it later in yeah. this episode. But um, So talking about um, favorite movies... Your answer was... Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim, yeah. So, how often do you do that? Do you, do you often like compare a movie to a book you've read? No. Um, like, I, I, I can read a book, watch the movie, and be like, cool, I could see what they're doing. It's like the Uncharted movie. Um, yeah. When we watched that in theaters, you know, there were people who were like, oh, wow, that wasn't really like the game. That was whack. It's like... Yeah, but it was a good movie. If it had nothing to do with the game, if if if, if there wasn't a game titled Uncharted, when you watch that movie, just that brain-numbing adventure, whatever. Yeah. You you'd think, yeah, that was pretty fun. Yeah. I mean, when I watched Uncharted with you afterward, I was like, I don't know if I really like that movie mm-hmm. because of that conception. There's like, there's a game. There's set things that happen in the game, and then, you know, compared to the movie, they were different. But honestly, that movie is a movie that if you just, like, turn off your brain for, like, two hours, mm-hmm. you're going to have fun watching it. Right. Like, sure, you know, you you fall out of an airplane on, on some containers that are that are still in, strapped to the airplane, which is a very classic scene in the game. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly, you know, you're moving, what, 400 miles per hour on an airplane, and then you're jumping from container to container. That's not how shit works. (laughs) I hate to break it to you. And the very little that I know about physics, I know enough to be like, that's not right. So when you look at it at that standpoint, and this is for any movie, really, if you look at it at that standpoint, then like, yeah, well, no, that that won't happen in real life. Right. I mean, but the thing is also, you can't compare it. Right. Fiction movies to real life. Because, like, exactly. Bullet Train, that movie came out recently, and there was a scene where one of the bad guys jumps onto the back of the train. First of all, no way. It's a bullet train, the fastest train. There's no way. Then he jumps onto it, and he starts, like, climbing up it. I'm like, all right, sure, whatever. And then he has these brass knuckles, and he starts punching the glass on the back of the train, and it breaks. And it's like, I know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, th- that type of movie. Then, then you have the type of movies where it is supposed to be pretty realistic. Like, 
Um, for some reason, the only thing that comes to my head when it comes to that is like psycho thrillers. Like, mm. they're, they're people like horror movies that could be real. Right. Like, and especially like horror movies based off of like real stuff. Like, I mean, just recently Netflix has the show um, Dahmer, right? Yep. And that's based on real stuff. And, and that has its own controversies of its own. <laughs> but, you know, that, that type of, of film or TV is where it gets a lot of its notoriety for being so close to real life. So then when the unclosed things happen, it's, it's, that's when it gets a lot of its criticism. Right. Like, um, just say Scream. Yeah. Scream, especially, I'm, I'm talking the first, like, few. Mm-hmm. It's just about, you know, a, a kid who's who's actually crazy and is just messing with his friends and, and kills them, mm-hmm. right? That can happen. Right. Right, but then when you get, like, and a lot of, have you ever seen, like, the scary movie yeah. movies and stuff? Like, like, they make fun of that, like, getting stabbed, like, four times in the back and still running away. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Horror movies are one thing, but anyway. For me, I think my favorite movie of all time, and I've gotten a lot of, weirdly, I've gotten a lot of crap over it. Um, I don't know why. It's a good movie, and I can have my own opinions, so shut the fuck up. But also, um, I don't know. Uh, My favorite movie of all time, and I think it's pretty solid now, it, it fluctuates every now and again, but this one has always been up there. It's The Breakfast Club. Okay, yep. And so... And no, that movie's dumb, mm-hmm. but it's, I mean, it's an 80s teen movie. All those movies were dumb. Right. But like, I don't know. I can see how you could get crap for that. But at the same time, the people that do give you crap for that are dumb because it's a great movie. It it's, is a great movie. No matter what, favorite movies are favorite movies. I have a favorite movie that I hate with a passion. I, I cannot <laughs> watch that movie with a straight face and go, yeah, this is exactly how I want it to be anymore but do you think that's a dangerous like out like output to have to a movie like if i could do this i would do it differently like did did you think that's like a little entitled to think that so it, it really depends i mean the thing is ultimately we can't change it right and and there are certain like things with stories that um you know you, you have your certain opinion of how it should go and it doesn't go that way. And you're like, wow, that sucks. But that's not really the case. Um, again, we're talking about the MCU later and I'll get into this point later. But with Wanda in Multiverse of Madness, the way they did it to me was so in like not the way it should have been. Um, I agree. And rushed. And... Um, We'll dive more into that, but but there, like like I said, I can think that, but I can't change it, right? It's true. It's like they did it. Now they reap what they sow, and we have to deal with the way the character is, if she is anymore. Yeah. So that that's a good outlook on it. Like you want things to be different, but you know you can't have it. But there's people mm-hmm. that are like. I want it different. This should be different. Why isn't it different? Right. For example, New Little Mermaid uh-huh. um, with Haley Berry being the Little Mermaid. Right. And of course, she's African-American. Mm-hmm. And 
a lot of people are pissed about that. Yeah. And I think, I think it's because of that mindset. Like I would have done this differently. Why isn't it what I wanted? Right. Mm -hmm. And like, how do we get rid of that in life? Like, it's just a movie. These are, f especially with the little mermaid. Yeah. These are fake characters. Yep. They're not real. Nope. But uh, all, all it takes is one guy. To be like, hey, why is very, that? And then it's very, like, very nice of you to assume it was a guy that started that. Okay, I, I, I when I say guy, I mean no, person, dude, no, I, pr dude, probably I probably was. Yeah. No, but I mean, like, all it takes is one person to be like, I don't like that, and then other people will be like, yeah, yeah, fuck you, yeah, what are you talking about, you piece of shit? Why would you do that? Yeah. So, do do you think it's a problem of of because the the platform that gives people that that say is is the internet do you think is the internet's problem no no i mean i mean the thing is the internet provides a way of everyone to unite on these hor like well not horrible opinions but like these well okay i mean they're horrible they're opinions horrible, like it's based like, on it's based on i mean racial right. bias which is not good right but <laughs> but just have to point that out there it is not good <laughs> yeah no um but it's like it, it brings it to light and people can agree on it but at the same time if we got rid of the internet like everyone thinks we should and like it all of a sudden they think it's gonna cure this and deep hatred that we stop all start like showing on the internet it's not it's still there and, and the thing is, people still talk about it with people, with other people in their lives to where they start spreading this, like, opinion around. Oh, yeah, but it's, it's, do, do you think, I mean, the internet doesn't help with that. It expedites the process of spreading it. Right, right, right. That's what I'm saying. It's and I'm, like, not, I'm not for getting rid of the internet. I mean, if we get rid of the internet, we're out of the job, pal. <laughs> but, like, I'm... It's just interesting to ask people that question because a lot of it, a lot of times with, especially in movies, because especially now, because people's favorite words to say is that Hollywood's gone woke, you know? Mm -hmm. And like there was a, there was a gay marriage scene in, in the new Lightyear and yep. people got all up in arms about that. Like why? It was so minor and they're like, but I can't show it to my kids. Because why would I need to explain it to them afterwards that two men can get married? Just don't care about it. Watch the movie, and if they say something, be like, "Another day." Yeah, you know, you don't have to. You don't have to be that parent that every time there's something that your kid asks about, you don't have to every time say. Now, when it's something out of pocket that you need to address, so that the kid doesn't grow up to be this like hateful person yeah yeah address it but it you don't need to answer every question that your kid asks you if you you, you should answer most <laughs> <laughs> but like if if you're watching a sex scene with your kid and your kid goes mommy <laughs> what are they doing they're wrestling they're son. wrestling no. Come up with something. Don't you don't have to explain it right then and there. 
Yeah, as much as as much as I like you as an eighteen year old giving parent advice on our podcast, <laughs> um, I think we should move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, it, I I just very interesting to hear opinions on that. It's just like, yeah, because I don't. I think everyone's entitled to their opinion. Everybody can have an opinion. They should. Yeah, but I think that's a lot of what makes people people is that we're able to voice our opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I. I just find it interesting to ask people what they think on on movie opinions like that, especially with woke and cancel culture, right? Like that. But anyway, so I think we've been putting it off long enough, and I think we're itching to get to it, and I think everyone's itching to hear it. The Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh boy! So I have a pretty I have a pretty deep connection with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I went to go see Iron Man in theaters. Um, I, I went. I went to pretty much every Marvel movie in theaters mm-hmm. um, up until Phase Four, I think. Right. Which the phases are. <laughs> there's so much to talk about in this in yeah. this little universe that's been made with the phases and stuff like that. Um, and you and you said that it started with Iron Man as well for you. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So we've been here since the beginning then. Yep. And we've watched it grow through. Um, good question to start with. What's your favorite Marvel movie? Favorite Marvel movie? Um, it might be Civil War. Civil War, really? Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, yeah, it's a great one. Yep. Um, but why specifically Civil War for you? Um, I just like the way the story was told. It, it wasn't... they. It was a fight between two, um, two characters you love, and... You know, obviously there was like the the quote unquote bad guy, you know, the one that instigated it, whatever, the person that you should hate for starting this fight. But at the same time, they never really made it to where there's a character that you knew needed to win the fight. Right. Because no matter what you, you, the emotion it made you feel throughout that entire movie of like the, I don't want this to happen. Like yeah, th- this, this isn't something that I want to happen in a good way. Like it, it, it did it in a good way. Whereas some later movies, they tried to do the same thing where it's like, why is this happening? I don't want this to happen. But it was in a way that it's like, I don't want this to happen. Stop making this happen because it's dumb. Got you. And it's like, but in this movie, they, they did it to where, you know, Iron Man and Captain America, these two that, you know, worked together for so long. Sure, they didn't have the best relationship, but it was never to the point where Steve would almost kill him. Yeah. And and it was just it was just emotional. I, I would agree. I do think nowhere near my favorite Marvel movie is Civil War, but I, I would agree with your points on it, except for the fact that I think the reason they were fighting was so stupid. Well yeah children just talk to each other realize that things are different like captain america had evidence the whole time that it wasn't bucky Mm -hmm. doing the things and if he just showed that right what and and then tony just open your ears for a little bit you rich fuck (laughs) like what are you doing yeah like I, i i did i did um finally like in that movie they brought up you know, your actions have consequences. Mm-hmm. Stop destroying cities. Yeah. Because <laughs> my favorite Marvel movie is is the first Avengers. Okay. 
I saw that movie like four times in theaters and I, I saw it a lot after theaters as well. Like I, I, I bought it and stuff like that and I watched it a lot and it was cool because I'm a big comic book nerd. Mm -hmm. I've read a lot of comic books and, you know, seeing that actually like the Avengers were the biggest Marvel comic book to be sold, um, be on screen. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool to see. And it was so cool to see. And the pacing of that movie is super good. That's a three. That's almost a three-hour movie, mm -hmm. and a lot of people like forgot that, I guess. But it, it's so good, and I like it. But I think my one problem with that movie is that they focused a lot on jokes instead of like, you know, getting on with the action. And that is now a new theme in the oh, Marvel movies. It's not just a theme; it's an entire. It's true. The plot. It is the Marvel it movies. It is the Marvel movies. So there's a difference between what we know as Marvel movies, what we grew up with, and what, what they are now. Yeah. Um, just give it to me straight. What's your opinion on the new Marvel movies? They, uh, you know, when you do something and it works the first time, right. and everyone's like, "This is so amazing." It's like I can't believe they they can do this so well. And then you go, well, okay, then I guess I should do it again. And you do it again, and they're like, yes, still have it. Usually, after the second time, it's just the rule of three. You go, okay, cool. We've been doing great. We can do it one more time. And if it works, cool. But we don't need to push it too much. However, <laughs> there is that is not the case. For the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm. What they did, like you said, was focus on jokes and more than just getting to the point of the film. But the thing is, in the early movies like Avengers, they at least balanced it well-ish. Yeah, pretty well, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't like the main focus of the movie was to be funny. It, it was an action movie. Yeah. With a side genre. It was an comedy. action comedy, which yeah. which works, but now now it's a comedy they're, action. They're trying to put they're trying to put mostly comedy in there yep. and less cool action, right? Because I mean, maybe I'm just desensitized to it now because I've seen superheroes go back and forth, fight villains, fight each other. You know, maybe I'm just desensitized to that action now. But I don't know. I've wa I watched the the most recent ones. I watched the most recent one with you. And oh boy, was I just laughing my ass off the whole time, man. Yeah, no, we were, I think we were giggling up a storm that entire movie. I think we walked out of Thor Love and Thunder and we were like, I'm so satisfied. In fact, I, I went into that movie and I was like, I love Thor so much. I'm going to buy all the tins and, <laughs> and a cup. So yeah, so so this man, before we walked into that movie, he was like, there, the movie theater that we go to, they sell these these customized tins for popcorn and, and, and drinks and stuff like that. And there was a bunch of Thor Love and Thunder ones. And I was like, to be fair, yes, I peer pressured you pretty pretty hard to get all of them. It wasn't just you. It was the manager, too. That's like, true. That's true. Well, I mean, I don't blame her because no, her job is to upsell. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I was just sitting there. I was I was egging you on to get them. And then you did. And then halfway and through then the movie, I just started laughing my ass off and you were like what's so funny and then i lean over to you and i just whisper you got all the tins 
Yeah. And this guy, like, started crying. (laughs) (laughs) I spent 50 bucks on tins of a movie that sucked so much. Yeah. Now, granted, people, I've heard countless people say, dude, that movie's good. Well, see, I think think it's something that we just grew out of, because I know... The Marvel Cinematic Universe still have so many fans with them. Yeah. Like, I I, I go to an acting class, and, and, and some of the kids in there are younger, mm-hmm. in their high school, like 14, 15, 8 years old, and stuff like that. And they're up, still obsessed with Marvel. And I'm like, well, cool. At, at least, like, I'm fine if you find joy in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. But if you ever watch a movie with me, I will point out all the dumb shit that happens. Right. And a lot of people don't like me for that. Like, I'll, I'll be like, that was stupid. And they'll be like, Owen, just shut up. Shut up. I mean, I, I just love when we were in Thor, Love and Thunder. <laughs> it wasn't five minutes into the theater or into the movie that the first god appeared. And you and I just looked at each other. And we're like, oh, boy. The CGI is, is getting so terrible. I don't know, yeah. like, how they're getting away with it. In the shows, it's terrible. In the movies, it's terrible. Like... I get the shows. They're not putting as much money into the shows as they are to the movies. But why are the movies terrible as well? Right. Like the CGI in that movie was horrendous. Mm -hmm. So unbelievable. And and like, listen, I talked about this before. I know movies are unbelievable sometimes. I get it, especially when it comes to a superhero movie. Yeah. But when a movie 10 years ago, Iron Man looked better with your CGI than it does now – you're doing something wrong. Yep. So, yeah. But I liked it because the lady switched spots with her husband that was sitting next to you. There's a lady sitting next to Alex, and we were talking so much shit. Dude, that whole movie, I feel so bad. I don't, but, you know. Yeah. You no. know, it was somebody's experience and stuff like that. Anyway, <laughs> we were talking crap, and then the lady next to him just, like, tapped her husband's arm and was like, can I switch spots? plot spots and then and then you did and that was so funny i was laughing so hard that movie the funniest see that movie was all jokes but the funniest parts of going to the movies was not the movie yep which is is not a good thing nope no no and 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 another thing is they've kind of just abandoned the story aspect like they they have stories still they're still like you know able to keep a story but it's hard to focus on it when they're cracking as many jokes as they are. I agree. I think I think and you put it this way when we were talking when you were talking about um Scarlet Witch and in Multiverse of Madness, um they they're sticking closer to the comic books, mm-hmm. which is cool, but they're rushing. Yep. They're rushing so much. And like we had this conversation at the beginning of this episode too, like of course, you know, one, a comic book is not like a book yeah. that normal people would just like sit down and take like three days to read. A comic book you can get through in like 15 minutes. and But it's still the same concept. Like, of course, you have a comic book now, but it's kind of the opposite because you have a comic book, but now you have to stretch this comic book out into two hours. Mm-hmm. And so what they do is they take multiple comic books and kind of mesh them together and then put it into a movie. Yeah. Which sometimes is cool, but sometimes it doesn't work. Right. And recently it has not been working for them. 
And and the reason it hasn't been working is because they just haven't given any reason for doing it. No. Like like for Multiverse of Madness, you know, they they gave this exponent uh exposition in the show, which is a whole nother thing. Right. The fact that they're doing that where they're you have to watch the show to know yeah, what's going that, on. That's another movie. thing. So, like when you have like movies that are connected to each other, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, go watch the ones before this to go see the other. But when you have like thirty something odd movies mm-hmm. in this connection that you made in this like weird web that you made, and you have to watch, like you have to know everything that happened in every single one of them mm-hmm. to to like know something small in in this one, mm-hmm. like. That's that's excessive. Yeah. It's so excessive. Yep. And it's even gotten like I don't know if you've read like stories about it and stuff like that, but they don't hire the same like if they like Guardians of the Galaxy take for example, they don't mm-hmm. hire the same director every time. They want to, but then they fired and then they hired someone else on. And and they do this for a lot of movies in 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 the Marvel like the Iron Man's all directed by different people. Right. And stuff like that. Um it's like the directors get the project and they don't, they don't um, watch what came before. Yeah. Because then something's just like completely different. Yep. And it's like, and something huge in the last one doesn't matter in this one. And it's like, why are you doing this then? Just mm-hmm. like, I get it. Creative differences, right? Right. Like, of course, things are going to be different, especially if there's different people. But at least make it like congruent. Because mm-hmm. Marvel's not doing that. <laughs> no, because like like I was saying, is with with Multiverse of Madness, you know, they introduced a new character, and it was like, okay, this is a lot of potential. You know, we can see what America Chavez does, and then they were like, also, there's Wanda, who's now the villain, and it was like, that is cool. Yeah, and it's like I I enjoy that character arc that she's now becoming a villain. That makes sense. You know, you know, she's had a lot of trauma in her life. But then she was like, this is for my kids. And it was like, okay, fair enough, I guess. You did just lose them. And, yeah. You know. But like you, you don't even get that context unless right. you watch WandaVision. <laughs> right, right. So there's that. And then and then it's like, okay, so you you're doing this for your kids. And then and then you go to like the the base of all the wizards. Um and and they're like, Hey, Wanda, stop, please. And she's like no, and and then Doctor Strange is like, "Be reasonable, reasonable." She goes, "This is me being reasonable." It's like, "No, it's not." <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, the characters in Marvel is one thing because I, I, when it comes down to to making a Marvel movie good, I don't look at the characters because mm-hmm. odds are they're just gonna be some crazy wacky thing, mm-hmm. like, I like Thor in general. Like, he was a super, like, stoic guy, and then he was all funny jokes out of nowhere, and now he's just still funny jokes, and it's not funny or joking. Mm-hmm. So, I don't look at the characters to be like, you know, this makes a good Marvel movie, because none of the, I'm going to be honest, none of the characters in Marvel are good. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not good written. Like, and people will be, well, what about Tony Stark? Tony Stark was good. I like Tony. No, the fucking Tony Stark was, like, one... A dick. Mm-hmm. Two, he didn't really care about anybody. Three, suddenly he did care about somebody, and then he's dead. I, that's all. That that was his arc. Yep. 
and 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 he was like throwing wisecracks and stuff even when he was at like his darkest time mm-hmm. he was like you look like a build a bear workshop i was like why are you, you like the writer in that movie couldn't hold off just a little bit like no no offense to robert downey jr i'm sure he was doing great mm-hmm. you know he was he, he did great with what he got but the writing in marvel movies is just something like it's not good yeah, it, it 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 was it was mediocre at start, and then now it's gotten to the point where it's like, oh my god, because they're copping out at the end. They're always just copping out. That's what they that's what they did in Multiverse of Madness when Wanda just saw her kids were scared, and she killed countless people to get back to them. She sees they're scared. She goes, "I sense I've made a mistake here." Right, it, it, yeah. Then, so, so there's weird writing devices that they use to get them out of situations that they really put themselves in. But it also comes down to like a lot of their lines are just leading to the next joke. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing meaningful inside of it. Yeah. Like, there's maybe like three lines in like that entire movie of Multiverse of Madness that actually mean something. Yep. Otherwise, it's just fluff or jokes. Yep. And then, and then, then Thor: Love and Thunder. There was the main villain, played by Christian Bale, who probably had, like, what, 30 minutes of screen time? It, no, yeah, it was, like, average 30 minutes of screen time, but he was the best thing about that movie. Yep. And he, he his acting was amazing. Christian Bale, all right, let's just take a pause. Christian yep. Bale, amazing actor. The stuff he's been in, the range he has as an actor is amazing. Mm-hmm. Just giving him props there. Okay, go on. Anyways. He was in the movie for 30 minutes. And then his character, all of a sudden, he's like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm killing everyone. It's like, cool. You know, he got betrayed by the gods. Sure. But he was in the movie so little, he started to care less and less about him. Yeah, and, you didn't really resonate with his message, you know? Right. You were just like, okay, so there's this guy that wants to kill the gods, but here's Thor off at this god orgy. First of all, Why? Like I'm, I'm sorry. Like it's all, I it's all just jokes. That's all it is, and it's so stupid. Like it's one. If you're gonna write jokes, make them funny. Mm-hmm. No one wants to see a god orgy, dude. And it's like, all right. So he goes to this meeting of the gods that ironically is placed directly when they need it, and then they're like, "Cool, here, let's steal Zeus's thunderbolt because why not?" And that's gonna save everything. And then they go back to Christian Bale, and then he's like, you know, badass as always. And then he's like, yep. And then and then they start fighting, and then Thor goes, hey, Thunderbolt, because you're the one that can do this ability, give the kids my power. And it's like, no way. And then Yeah, the ending joke in that movie was kids murdering a bunch of shadow monsters. Like, I, there like, was a kid with a teddy bear. You guys are so... You guys are so genius for writing that i can't even like i i wouldn't have thought of that because it's not fucking funny (laughs) and then and then and then they go back to the they go to i see this is how much i don't remember the movie i don't even remember what the the god or whatever the thing that they were going to to kill all gods um Um, oh it's the eternal being yeah infinity or something like yeah that. infinity i don't know or eternity eternity there is. yeah they <laughs> were going to eternity they went into eternity and then thor and jane followed in and then they're like oh uh, 
go the god killer don't do it you know you know that little sentence you just said that made no sense that was better than any line in thor love and thunder (laughs) (laughs) but they were like no don't do it and then he was like why shouldn't i and then he goes because jane's dying and i don't want to lose someone i love and then he goes oh I forgot that that that's why he stopped doing what he was doing. And then he goes, "You're right." And then and then he goes, "I wish for my daughter to take my life instead of the uh, me live it." Yeah, I don't know, something weird. But I mean, we're focusing a lot on Thor, but it's honestly like every Marvel movie that's come out in the last like six months. Yeah, yeah. But Harry Styles, <laughs> <laughs> Harry Styles is. So talented. Yep. Can't wait to see what he, he is. I don't want to piss off all the no. uh, all, all the teen girls listening. Harry Styles is a, is a very talented individual when it comes to singing. Uh, get the fuck out of movies, dude. A mm-hmm. little bit, a little <laughs> bit. I respect the dude, but like I saw, um, I saw, uh, Jesus, what is it called? Don't worry, darling. Not too long ago. Mm. Um, which is like a weird, like psych, not not psycho. It's like a psychological horror type. Okay. Type deal. Um, and he's one of the main characters in that. Right. And nah, he's just like, he's okay. Mm-hmm. But he could have done so much better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I liked it because Olivia Wilde produced that and, and helped and directed it as well. Mm-hmm. And she was the other main character. Mm. And, and they were together. And I like how <laughs> Olivia Wilde had any choice. He's like, hmm, I need somebody to play my husband. <laughs> Harry Styles! <laughs> <laughs> and you know what happens in the movie? He goes down on her like three separate times and she's like, mm, where can I fit in another sex scene with Harry Styles? <laughs> but to I mean, be fair, fair to be fair, I would probably do the same thing <laughs> if I had the chance. <laughs> Uh, yeah, fair enough. Now, see, I don't have the chance, but yeah, you know, but that but that was another movie. Harry Styles is he's a great singer. I like his music, yeah. some of it. There's some that I just don't like because it's all like pandering to to little girls mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But some music is a vibe from him. He's yeah. on my playlist sometimes. He's in rotation. Mm-hmm. But him and the Marvel, <laughs> him and Marvel don't don't mix. Yeah, no, it was so out of nowhere, and they're like, yeah, you know. There's this guy now. It's Harry Styles. Love us. Love us again. Keep keep loving us, please. That's basically what Marvel does, man. Yep. Give us John Krasinski. Love us. <laughs> and they're taking him away immediately. Yeah, man. And they're like, hey, sorry, but love us still, please. <laughs> love us still. You know, that, that's all Marvel's doing, man. It's just cash grabbing. Yep. That's all it is. There's nothing more to it. They've made so much movies now. The higher-ups in Marvel are set for life. They yep. really don't need to make more movies. The only reason they are is because they can. It's like Star Wars. Yeah, but like that's not a good thing. Like, no. Stop making movies, right. man. Just leave us. Endgame would have been perfect to just leave us at. Yep. 10 movies. No, 22 movies at that point, right? Yeah. At Endgame was 22? 23. Uh, whatever. Doesn't that many happen. movies. Right. Cool. You, you've, you're set for life. Your kids and grandchildren are set for life. Leave us be. Yeah. Because like, now you're just putting out trash, and, yep. and it's so upsetting to see. At mm-hmm. least some people are enjoying it, but I think it's just that like veil of, this is cool CGI action. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows, man? 
It's whatever. People are entitled to their own opinions about movies. It's movies. Enjoy exactly. them. It's not them. real. Like, like we, I like how we started that off. Like, movies aren't real. Why are people getting up in arms about it? And then, and then here we are getting up in arms about it. But yeah. you know what? Our opinions are correct. Yeah. So that's that's why we're getting up in arms about it. Um. Anyway, so we, we did talk a lot about Marvel. Holy crap! Yeah, a little bit. We're, we've we've almost reached about an hour of this recording. Um. What about um? I did want to ask you this: movie underrated, but you think is you think is really good hmm. that everybody's like oh no dude this movie sucks bro trash you know but then you're like i'm not gonna speak up because i have a different opinion i know that i have some right there are definitely like movies that i'm like oh yeah no this is good and everyone hates it and it's like i don't know what you're talking about morbius no <laughs> <laughs> no dude morbius sucks morbius was rightfully hated that's true. Um, I like how the whole world basically gaslit Morbius to come back into theaters. That was the greatest <laughs> thing that the movie community has done in long Exactly. Time. That see that proves we can all work together to get something here. <laughs> yeah. But most underrated movie of all time that everyone hates. Um recently it's gotten less hate and it's actually started to move up more. Yeah. And honestly, I don't know if I can still say it because I've, I've just lost all interest in the franchise. But um, Star Wars Revenge of the Sith, the third episode in the prequels. Yeah. Um, I think that movie is amazing. I um, think it's good. Yeah. I, I think there are definitely points where it's like, all right, dumb, haha, <laughs> <laughs> stupid. But at the same time, it's like, you know, enthralling. Right. Um interesting fun yeah for depressing sure. but then you know padme dies of sadness and it's like all right and granted there's theories about whether or not she did what it, who cares no one's the cares. whole like internal lore of every movie yeah doesn't matter it doesn't matter it's a dumb reason to die i like in the movie <laughs> <laughs> okay um uh, I thought I thought you were gonna take a stance on how um, you shouldn't die for your ch- children, like while well, childbirth, whatever. <laughs> anyway, that would have been an interesting take for you to say. Anyways, no, it's, it's like um, no, she she went through childbirth. The doctor robot was like, "Yeah, she's fine." Oh no, <laughs> she's sad. <laughs> it's like she I'm, is dying from now. a broken heart. <laughs> It's like, all right, dog, whatever. But it's it's still a good movie. It's emotional in the end scene, and only the end scene between Obi Wan and Anakin. But at least it gives a reason why, you know, leads to the downfall. Right. And it's like interesting, and it's something you can watch and be like, yeah. And um, no, that, yeah. that's a good point. Um, that's a good take too, because I like the Star Wars. I like, of course, the original trilogy, and then the prequels are fun. But you know, I mean, prequels came out when I was a kid, so mm-hmm. I grew up with the prequels and then watched the original trilogy. I still like the original trilogy more. Mm-hmm. It's more just for the 
the prequels are now just more of a joke rather than anything, and then the sequels are just all like unanimous, unanimously hated. Yeah, there's that word. Um, yeah, an underrated movie for me. I don't know if it's necessarily underrated, but a lot of people joke about it. And when people say, you know, you, you really like the movie, they're like, oh, so you're just like one of those people that goes against society, you know? And it's Joker, like, oh, Joker to to me, like is one of my top favorite movies of all time. Yeah, no, that's an amazing movie. Um, I think I think the reason I put it up here with with people, you know, dogging on it and stuff like that is because it it, it gets memed on a lot. It, a lot of jokes come from it and people are like, "Oh, but if you like this movie, you're going to like shoot up a theater or a mall or blah, you know?" Yeah. Like it's that kind of stuff. But then that's why I always say like when that conversation happens, I don't say like, well, you know, I think the acting is brilliant and I think it's very told very well. Mm -hmm. But you know, yeah, that's probably one of those movies for me. There's probably a couple more. I can't really think of it much. Um, what about a movie that, uh, that your, your parents or showed you or whatever that they absolutely love, but you just hate. And it doesn't have to be your parents, but just anybody. We already had our Marvel movie conversation, so we can't go to there. I so it's not really that much anymore, but um, back, way back, uh, early childhood, The Princess Bride. Really, my dad showed me that movie. And I despise oh, it. Oh, you're probably going to get some hate for that one. No, right? no, no. And the thing is, no. And, and now I watched it again. I go, no, this is actually a really good movie. But back then, mm-hmm. oh, my God. I, I I, just, anytime my dad was like, you want to watch Princess Bride? I'd be like, you cannot. <laughs> go to hell, dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I would rather be unalive yeah. than listen to any line from that movie set Fair ever enough. again. Fair enough. But Alrighty. We've been talking for about an hour now, and I think this was a good discussion. I know this is not what we wanted to talk about today, but circumstances have arisen. Mm-hmm. And but that's okay. Um, is there anything that you wanna you wanna end off with here? Movies are fun. Enjoy them, hate them, whatever. Don't force your opinion onto other people. And uh <laughs> maybe we should start taking our own advice then, huh? Yeah, a little bit. <clears throat> but that's okay. Uh, that's a that's a thought for another day. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get to our own self actualization later. Yep. Um. Anyway, thank you all uh, who did listen to this podcast this week. This should have been the only podcast you're listening to this Monday. And um, if you're new here, well, thanks for showing up and giving us a chance. I hope our opinions didn't deter you away. And if they did, well, we didn't want you here anyway. Yep. Um. Yeah. Thank you all for supporting us while doing this. Seriously, we're getting we're getting good numbers, better numbers than I thought we would ever have. Yeah, it means a lot. And uh, yep. So if you have any feedback at all, good or bad, you can you can tell us. Um, mostly me. Mostly Alex. I live under a rock when it comes to this type of stuff. I just look at the numbers and 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 give a thumbs up to Alex, <laughs> <laughs> and and that's all I do. But um, yeah, if you have something. If you know Alex, go ahead and, and, and talk to Alex. If if you don't, um, we have our Instagram somewhere, I mm-hmm. assume. Uh, do you want to plug your Instagram? 
Nah. <laughs> no, fair enough. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, this is going to be a scavenger hunt for you. Go, go find us, and then, mm-hmm. uh, and then you can you can talk to us about how bad we are, or how good we are. Hopefully, it's the the latter half there. Yeah. Um. Anyway, this was a good good topic to to talk about. I, I did enjoy it, even though it wasn't what we wanted to say. Yep. And um, well, my name is Owen Milks. And I'm Alex Chuck. And this was two more white guys. We will see you all next week. Oh, <laughs>